women in growing communities are involved in economical, political, developmental, and social work. It's not a surprise, it's happening. I know may you know the suffering of women in growing communities, but I'm here to accentuate the bright side. Media and other sources already are showing the negative picture, because that when I'm saying women in growing communities, first thing that comes to your mind is suffering, weakness, difficulties, and many more. But today, I want to encourage the world to support and help women, not crying about their situation. Maybe we are facing problems, but we are not weak women, and we are not pathetic. I left my country, I faced the risk of death, I adopted with the idea of being a refugee when I was a child, I was rejected from all the universities in my place. I was so sad, but I never felt like I'm weak. I needed help before as a human being, but I consider the idea of supporting and empowering women sometimes lacking credibility. Women need your help, but they are stronger than you think. They need your help to show and use this power. For example, in growing community like Mozambique, according to Peace Women, Mozambique is one of the 15 countries in the world with the highest representation of women in parliament, at 35%. Okay, another example. According to the UN, they documenting success stories and Yemeni women's rule in different levels of conflict, resolution and peace. Okay, the last example for today. In the Ethiopian parliament, the women's participation was under 3%. Today it stands at 38%, almost twice the ratio of women in the United States Congress. Wow. Wow. All of these achievements are happening because of believing in women. Because of those people who left their countries and traveled to these communities. Being part of the change is a great thing. But if you want to be part of the change, you should know the truth before. I know, there are a lot of women who need our help, but their stories should make you feel proud, not sad. Stop showing the woman as a weak human. So to talk more about that, meet my guest, Natalie from Rwanda. Hello, Natalie. Hi. Hi. So I was talking about women's achievement in growing communities. I'm so happy to have you as a guest today to talk about women in Rwanda. So please tell us about yourself. Thank you. Uh, my name is Natalie. So I live in Kigali, Rwanda, and um, I'm a research specialist and I work with a consulting firm that aims to advance gender equality through working with women's, um, women's rights organizations uh, to help them in the gender mainstreaming evaluations um, and also assessments and the strategy development. And I will say that, that to be brief, that we, are, we work as the backbone for these uh, women's rights organizations. Wow, that's great. It's so nice to meet you. 
So, I want to ask you about your friend at Southern New Hampshire University in Rwanda. I mean, the ladies, are they working or studying right now? Um, a lot of my colleagues um, are working right now, and some of them are working and also uh, studying as well for their master's programs. But um, most of them are working, and few of them are, are studying right now. That's great. I'm so glad yeah. to hear that. Uh, I want to ask you about your nationality. So where are you from? Um, I was born and raised in Rwanda. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm Rwandan. <laughs> wow, great. Uh, I want to ask you, what are you doing to support women in your place besides your work right now? So your plan, maybe. What I'm doing uh, right now to support um, my community and also women in general. Uh, I always, uh, I'm always thriving to break the stereotypes, especially those uh, stereotypes that um, underestimate or undermine women. So I, I don't like those kind of stereotypes. And what I do is I teach all my friends because I believe as a youth and also my friends, we are the future generation and the future parents and the the future people to build our community and our country in general. So um, I always strive to break those stereotypes. And as I work in a, in a firm that specializes in gender mainstreaming, I'm always teaching them about gender and also breaking the stereotypes and, you know, uh, giving much information about um, the advantage we have in supporting gender equality and mm -hmm. social inclusion. Yeah, that's wonderful. Just keep going. Uh, I want to know about your opinion. What are the responsibilities of women in growing communities? Like in Rwanda, what are your responsibilities to support and help Rwanda to grow? Okay. So most of the responsibilities and roles of women uh, to develop the community are tied up to the social norms and the, and the culture and also the taboos because, you know, all those kind of things, they, they guide and they rule the community. So most of the roles are, you know, tied up to the, to the social constructions, which sometimes are, are limitations or they don't support women. Um, like recently I talked to one of my friends and I always talk about gender and I was asking him uh, what he thinks about, you know, women in community. And he was like, you know, women should um, raise kids. Yeah, okay, it's, uh, it's common yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> so and he was telling me how how women should raise children and also make sure that the next generation is, you know, has uh, children with discipline and all that. And then he mentioned something really tied up to the social norms and the stereotypes. So uh, without going far, I think that most people here in Rwanda, they think of uh, women's responsibilities to grow the community uh, as um, as they should raise children, you know, all those things uh, that are tied up to the stereotypes of women raising uh, children and also doing, you know, small jobs mm -hmm. like this unpaid work at home, which is most of the times undervalued and it takes time. 
and as as someone who is a gender specialist it's really hard to to get time uh, there's this thing called uh, time poverty where when we track uh, who has time poverty between men and women so it's a great tool for gender analysis and most of these uh, these jobs or these responsibilities assigned to women like this unpaid work uh, the chores and everything it's so time consuming and no one um, gives a value for that so and imagine uh, being in a society where someone thinks that women should do those kind of things uh, to grow the community. My personal opinion for women to grow the community, I think women are really important to the community because um, we have a really large number of women in our community in Rwanda. So um, it's above the half of the, the population that we have. So imagine putting behind the half of your population uh, to grow your community. I think that that is not something we, we, we want, but Rwanda is uh, working hard and doing so many things to help women uh, integrate in, in so many activities like finance and also leadership. Uh, I think Rwanda is doing, um, is doing a lot of things to help women integrate in the community development. Uh, but as well as also women, as they, as the the government is trying to put women in in those activities to help the community grow. Yeah, thank you yeah. for this valuable opinion. So, uh, tell me about the main problem that women are facing in Rwanda, like in education, maybe health. So, tell me problems that women are facing in Rwanda. Uh, maybe let's start with health. Like I recently learned that the, the legal framework says that uh, women who has mental health issues, they should um, their families or people who are responsible for them should um, put them under the contraceptive methods because uh, it was found out that those kind of women they are vulnerable and they, they risk rape um, and sexual assault and sex being sexually abused so to help prevent the unwanted pregnancy people who are responsible for them they should uh, put them under contraceptive methods and i think that is an issue and why not focus on those people or the community that that is not taking care of those vulnerable women who has mental health issues mm -hmm. instead of um, consenting for those vulnerable women to contraceptive methods that they don't know anything about so i think that is a health issue for the women who are vulnerable to the who has mental health issues because they can't consent and the people who are responsible for them, they consent for them. But, but the legal framework or the policies, they don't talk about those men who abuses those women um, in the name of uh, saying that they, 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 are, they are not, they, are not um, they have the mental health issues. They want, they want you know, accuse me of, of anything. So I think that is um, an issue for women, especially those who are 
who have mental health issues because I think they face double discrimination. Uh, discrimination for being a woman and also discrimination for having um, any kind of any kind of disability so i think that is an issue for women absolutely so are there any companies or organizations to help those women or no yeah um i i once worked with this organization it's an organization uh, that's helping women with disabilities uh, so what they are doing they are trying to do advocacy for that um, legal framework uh, that policy to change because uh, their strategy is why not focus on those men who are abusing these women instead of um, consenting for these women to be under any contraceptive method so they're working on it uh yeah i know this one organization but i'm but i'm sure that there are so many other organizations because when i was working with them they were talking about also other organizations that's focusing on women with disability so to to help them overcome um that double discrimination which is not really really what we want for our community so I'm sorry to hear that and I hope we can grow with our communities soon but you know media is showing women in growing communities so weak uh, what do you think about that um yeah thank you for bringing this I also saw that um, I think that in the media is reinforcing the stereotypes that that's already there that women are really sad are really vulnerable and there is no hope like as someone in communications i also have a background in communications you know a picture or the media or anything related to media can convey any message which is intentional or maybe a hidden message that um, anyone did not think about so i think um, exposing women as really sad with, <laughs> with yeah, all the bring, yeah, crying. <laughs> yeah, I think that that I think that is not good because you are already reinforcing the stereotype, yet you 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 are there to to support them. I think people in media should be should be trained or should know uh, about gender gender sensitive communication i like to say that gender sensitive communication is really important for the people who are in media because um those kind of media to bring women down um they don't really look positive or anything um to be proud of yeah it's it's really great uh, finally, I want to keep talking with you, <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, what is your advice for each woman is listening now? Oh, wow. This is a good one. <laughs> uh, for, for women who are listening uh, to me right now, my advice will be um, like something I do, I always think of myself as a human being. And before I think of myself as a woman, 
So I would <laughs> like them to think of themselves as, as human beings before they think of themselves as women. Because the reason that I'm saying this, because when you think of yourself as a woman, then it all comes with um, all the things or the social norms, the culture, the, the taboos that's associated to women. Mm-hmm. And I think all those cultural norms and the society and, and, and everything, when you think of, of yourself as a woman before you think of yourself as a human being, I think it comes with conditions. Like the society expects women to be like this, to talk like this, to behave like this. You know, all those conditions. And I think all those conditions come, come with the limitations and so many things. So the best way... I like to overcome all these challenges, you know, the society expectations, is to think of, of myself as a human being mm-hmm. with no limits and try to pursue uh, whatever it is, is my dream. So I would like to encourage every woman to pursue their dream. And sometimes it, it, it's okay to be what the society doesn't expect you to be. You know, let's <laughs> say this because if we look at the very first women who took a step to fight for their rights as human beings, I think it wasn't easy for them. Some of them, maybe they were disowned by their families and friends, and some of them were also rejected by the society. But they have achieved something that we, we are enjoying right now, it's, it's, I think it's a, still, it's a long way we still have to go, but I think they have come so far and where we are right now, it's thanks to those women who took a step and, stand for, and stood for their rights and fought for, for the human rights. So I think it's also okay for women to know that they can be different with, with all the challenges and or, you know, the, the society criticism and what we call the social sanctions. Mm-hmm. You know, the social sanctions is when you do something the society doesn't expect you to do. Like if you are a woman and you do something that your community or your society expect to be a taboo for women, and then you get what we call a social sanction, social exclusion. That is some kind of social sanctions, but we also need to think about it as women, if you want to be great, it's okay to be what the society doesn't expect you to be. And another thing I would say, is, um, I think they should also include men to help uh, grow the community. And also men should know about um, feminists and women's rights and help to achieve the gender equality that we are working to achieve. Yeah, that's great. I'm glad to have this conversation with you. I'm so happy because you are my first guest in my first episode. So, oh, I'm, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm great. grateful for your time. I'm grateful for your efforts. I appreciate that. And yeah, that's it. Have a nice day. You too. Thank you. So 
After this conversation, I feel so happy. I'm so proud of myself as a human, as a woman in growing community. I feel grateful for all of my difficult experiences. If you want to support women, please study their real situation and start by taking action. Not only share bad news and feel sad about them, it will not help anyone. Most of these news are not the truth. So thank you for your listening. It's Fatima. Every Thursday, meet my guest. Have a nice day, everyone.